Welcome to Cow Horse, Full Contact by Ben Self, with host Chris Dawson and Russell Dilday. Cow Horse, Full Contact is a view into the industry from our eyes, seeing some of the people that we've seen and grown up with, and getting to hear some of the stories we've loved our whole cow horse lives and would like to share with you and along the way we might come up with a little bit of information that helps you on your journey in the cow horse this episode is brought to you by oklahoma equine hospital with dr joe carter and dr jesse arnold Well, welcome back, folks, to Cow Horse Full Contact. I'm Chris Dawson, here with Russell Dilday and Ben Self. We've got a special episode this week, but we're going to have to ask you to bear with us a little bit because we have Todd Fitch is going to be our interviewee. And at the time of recording, he was leading the intermediate snaffle bit fraternity, and we had no idea what was going to happen. There was five horses in the open that could beat him. And he weathered the storm and won the intermediate snaffle bit fraternity. But we make fun of him a little bit for being the leader at the moment in this conversation. And Todd, if you don't know Todd, he's a little bashful. So we recruited some backup. We actually just found people on the way. (laughs) (laughs) We have the lovely Abby Mixon and Carolyn people, and Laramie Dunn. And to add a little color. It's a very lighthearted interview. There's lots of laughs. We hope you guys like it. And if you don't, we did. And we had, <laughs> we a, we had, had a, a great we had time. A blast with it. So yeah, if you if you don't like uh, if you don't like lighthearted and hilarious stories from ultra quiet people like Todd Fitch, Abby Mixon, Carolyn, uh, Carolyn's not that quiet. Carolyn's not that quiet. But yeah, all, these are all people that will get their own interview, right? In the future, for sure. For sure. It takes a minute to get Todd going, but there is some real meat in, the, in that interview. <laughs> oh, and the, the brother-in-law. Don't forget the oh, brother-in-law. Oh, the brother-in-law. My the, God, when the brother-in-law comes in. When yeah. you can barely hear a guy talking, you need to turn your volume up and lean in because <laughs> there are some gems that are yes. dropped, and he is not on a mic. This is big-time fun. Anyway, hope you guys enjoy. Here it is. Welcome, everybody, to Cat Horse Full Contact. We've got a special edition tonight here after the non-pro finals and uh, we're waiting on our leader from the intermediate and meanwhile we've got none other than abby mixon and carolyn semantic how's my pronunciation there? pretty close semantic semantic there you go and, and we have a, and we have insane. laramie laramie and she only needs one name and she doesn't say much <laughs> <laughs> and so here we are and Chris Dawson here with Russell Dilday, and we got Ben Self on the soundboard, and we are just, uh, I don't know, in this dungeon. Rapping. And <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just uh, hanging out here in the evening after watching some bad to the bone fence runs. And some death well, mine was in the bad. show pen. I saw- <laughs> <laughs> well, Abby, hey, so, so this is a, just a nice social group of people sitting around some microphones and there's three of us that are severely in the losers bracket this week. Yes. Now Abby is playing and two again. Of us I haven't tried. So yeah, uh, at least Abby stunk it up in the, in finals. the finals. Yes. Us yes. two losers. We're we just, just sitting there stunk it up the first time. They, they even let me commentate on her, you know, for, you did. Yeah. With the mute mic. With the mute. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what Ben wishes he could do sometimes too. If I just put the mute button on you two goofballs. Is this a debate? Is this a, that's a presidential debate. Hit the mute on that button. Somebody turn Laramie's he on. He wants a five-second delay. If Laramie would please be quiet at the other end, that would be nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> so let's go to Abby here. How many snap bit finals have you made? I've made three. Three? Three limited open finals, yep. Outstanding. And this year, you made one on a CD diamond out of a Wizmare yep. Palomino. So three times, Abby. Three times, yep. And this is your forest advance, or what'd you do on the other two times? I think the finals are the finals, Russell. <laughs> but how far in? I was I was fourth last year. Wow. Yeah. Going downhill. Yeah, I went downhill <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay, maybe another drink. <laughs> Way to go. I have to deal with her after this, so. <laughs> yeah. Mm. But she should say, well, I'm farther along than you two losers. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know nothing about this world. This is not the barrel no, world. But you know she made the finals and we didn't. Well, yeah, I guess that's true, so. But we got the podcast. Right. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of crying, Russell made me cry at my first snaffle bit. And he, he asked me how you want me I to did. Beat him up? You want me to beat him up? <laughs> he asked me how I did on my way back to the stalls. <laughs> I was just trying to get to the stalls before anyone talked to me. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. And he oh. goes, what did you expect? To win your first time? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Know who I am? I'm Abby Mixon, and all I ever do is win, win, win. <laughs> it's so funny uh, <laughs> to have an effect and not know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I clearly she remembers it. I do. Yeah. Vividly. <laughs> You're doing your positive effects on yeah. everybody. Well. I actually do remember saying that. <laughs> 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 now that you bring it up, that's yeah. a really good line. <laughs> there was really no way out of that. <laughs> I feel like there's a trend of you really agitating our well, female he did, interviewees. He goes, he goes, it's okay. I made Morgan Cromer cry one time, too. <laughs> I don't know if I believe that. I did. That's what you told me. I would she like. To, I probably did then. I would like to hear that I would story. Not we might. Guess we should. That you can make her cry. We should cold call I Morgan might, that, Cromer right now. That might have been sarcasm. Maybe I don't know. Hey, it, surely. We have me my phone. <laughs> we may need a cold call, Morgan. Catch. Oh God! No, don't kidding. do that. Should have thrown it. Hey Todd. There he is. Hey, hey, he's a leader right now. He is the leader. If if the show ended tomorrow. Call we got it. the winner. Call it off. There's a tornado warning. Stop. The COVID. <laughs> hey, if nobody wears their mask and they shut this he place wins. down. <laughs> <laughs> and he was complaining to me at Reno how he never wins at the big shows. And Scottsdale. And Arizona. Right, that's right. Never win at the big shows. No, I can't ever get done in the show pin. And... And there he was, smile, almost broke his ears off smiling on his way out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be awkward. Oh. 
Todd, you better Todd. just step up to that mic because she hasn't yeah, been she, using it. <laughs> you got a fresh mic there. She's yeah, it's yeah, it's just not. It's been a, it's been not touched. It's untouched. All right, so we got uh, Todd Fitz joining us here. He is uh, the current leader of the Intermediate Open Snaffle Bit Fraternity. Smoked a little rain and run on him this afternoon to uh, go along with a solid herd work from yesterday. And then uh, closed it out with a nice 218 down the fence. Step to the lead. So how far in the lead are you? <laughs> the whole half point. Hey. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Over who? I don't know. <laughs> the first, who the knows first loser. second is? Everybody who knows? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's Abby. So what was the game plan there today, Todd? Mash the gas. Mash the gas. That's what I'm talking about. That might be our new t-shirt, Ben. Todd Fitch, mash the gas. Love it. Love it. So talk us through your runs a little bit. Let's go back to the herd work. <laughs> I think it's at my That was a long time ago. That was yesterday. <laughs> it was yesterday, yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of late in the herd, and Brandon and Jake helped me pick out some cows. And That's uh, <laughs> Butters and Telford, right? Yes, sir. Yep. I tried to cut the same one two times in a row. Hey, I did that in the go-round. <laughs> they got, me. Fine. They got fine. me headed off on that deal. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Shout out, Brad Lund. My horse was really good. Um and I didn't even get in his way. <laughs> That's usually the name of the game for me. I mean, Russell never has that trouble. <laughs> My favorite story about Russell is what his dad told him when he moved from California to Oklahoma. And they said the IQ went up in both states. <laughs> the IQ. <laughs> <laughs> remember things like that <laughs> he's like an elephant <laughs> he's got a good memory so, so what about the raining it was fast <laughs> it was pretty good i i poked my head in there it looked like the speed bonus might have been in effect yeah i thought i ain't gonna go home with thinking i didn't try my hardest so <laughs> I went fast, and I kind of thought I'd follow my own tracks, but I couldn't find them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have thrown some bread gums Were you, first, you were first I in them, weren't first, you? First in them. I, Lay them tracks down out there. When I looked There's one the, set of tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find them. Hey. The center marker was a little far behind me. I, they wouldn't, didn't know if I was doing a rundown or a circle, I think. <laughs> After that, I got a hold of him, and it was good. <laughs> it was a blur. It was a complete blur. Oh, and then what about your cow work? Well, Jake Telford come down and give me some pointers, and I... What did he say? Well, can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, those were helpful words of wisdom. Hanging on every word. I'm just... I remember I disobeyed a direct order at the end and went with my own plan. And luckily, it worked out. Well, Jake can tell him the same thing next time, and it'll still be new. Right. That'll be a good advice again. So what do you think now, like... Uh, 
I mean, a really good fence run out there. I mean, like you say, shoot, fire. We marked, what, 218? Yeah. And, I mean, it was sweet. Two turns, circle up, had a hole that cow the whole time. Build the pin. Yeah, everything was all good. Couldn't have done anything more. What are you going to do the next? I mean, so now you just sit around here till tomorrow night because we yeah, don't know so what's I mean, going to happen because there's intermediate guys that's got to go in the open finals tomorrow night. So I'm going to look their stalls up. I mean, it's a lot of sickness going around. If the COVID takes over the Will Rogers Coliseum before tomorrow, uh, he might uh, he might look into uh, Todd Fitch's whereabouts. So how many are there in the open that you guys sweat? For God's <laughs> sakes, Todd. I think there's six. 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 I've been focusing on me. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Yeah, so hey, you're not getting less than seventh. Perfect. So it's a good, be a good check. And you know some of them are going to drop the ball tomorrow night, be in the open finals. It's going to get to them. My God, it was a bloodbath in there tonight. It was a, it was a bloodbath in the, in the fence work. There was a lot of wrecks. Did you not commentate? I did. <laughs> I watched every one. There was a zeros and messes oh yeah ben fell down yeah and then the, <laughs> the next one's a 2-0 and a 2-0 and a, it was tough for a long time and then finally kenny wold's uh what's that oh, then, the brother jackson came then the non-pros came in and whooped the hell out of him. <laughs> no yikes i remember I what jake told me now <laughs> 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 he well, said, don't box very long. <laughs> that fits me pretty good. I don't usually like boxing. So you said you didn't, you ignored a direct order, but you really didn't. You just couldn't remember what well, it was. No, I was supposed to circle out of my second turn. And I, if he hollered at me and he hollered at me, and I switched sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was, yeah, you were good there. Yeah, when you come off there, it was sweet. I was going to straight into the fence if I obeyed Jake. <laughs> that would be a little hard on me and the cow. <laughs> Scooby-Doo hole right out through the wall. <laughs> out of the concourse, Todd. Come back. <laughs> I've seen cows leave that arena before oh, in yeah. fence work. Yeah, they will leave. They'll, go, they'll get in the auditorium if you're not careful. <laughs> Did you right. get some good pictures? I got some great pictures. Of Todd? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> have to go through it. I'm going to have to go look. <laughs> I took a bunch of pictures. Didn't get so. any of me and Chris. No, nope, none of you <laughs> do. <laughs> Not unless you were taking pictures in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. That's where I'll be sitting tomorrow night, too. I'll get a good one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get my kid to cover me up. It'll be prettier. Much prettier. <laughs> much, much. Well, it won't be worse. <laughs> so, Todd, how many times you made the finals here at Snapchat 30? <laughs> Counting this one? No, leave this one out. <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it as much fun as you thought it'd be? It was way better. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty fun pen to trot in there. It is. Like, it's a pretty good crowd in there. Everybody's pumped up. I do. I, I want to back up on the deal. I want all my competitors to 
have good luck tomorrow and come in a good strong second. <laughs> it's all good as long as you mark a six fifty one and a half. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. <laughs> Where were you born? Pocatello, Idaho. Where are you now? Arban, Idaho. Ooh, big move. <laughs> <laughs> Regular old world traveler. Did you go straight there or did you? <laughs> I don't <Stop>. remember. <laughs> 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 it was a little foggy there for the first year or two. <laughs> when did you move? <laughs> Probably when I got out of the hospital. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. Right after he was born, they moved him. I got you. Yeah. They actually just tried to move away, and someone brought him to them. <laughs> This is pretty boring stuff to talk about. <laughs> Maybe for you. Should we move ahead a little? You can <laughs> step up there any minute. You guys didn't prep. What? Am, I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> this is your moment to shine, Neither Todd. Neither do we. I know. Yeah, we don't know how we got here. It's fine. It's One minute we're having a drink. You just followed strangers into a room for candy. That. That's yeah. how y'all got here. Yeah. No, I lived down... Marsh Creek, Idaho, for six months. Don't remember any of that. We <laughs> moved to Arbonne, <laughs> and I pretty well stayed there till I was 18. And I moved to Nevada and worked on some ranches down there for a little bit. <laughs> and that was educational. <laughs> <laughs> and that made you want to be a horse trainer? Yeah. Hey, when, where did you come up with that, horse training? Later, after the ranches? <laughs> yeah. I worked you, with a guy down there named Martin Black, and he let me show a horse at the Elko Fair, and that was the first time I ever showed. And then I worked for a guy named Larry Christensen. When I came back from Nevada, my wife had a strong pull on me. She was my girlfriend <laughs> at that time. <laughs> it was hard to live hey, in so Nevada with your girlfriend. Todd looks right. more nervous now than he did before he went in before the rain pretty cool until he actually started asking about himself and he's like vibrating that's not gonna help him yeah, i have a real bad relationship with alcohol it was a it was kind of like my fence work fast <laughs> How'd you get to work on them ranches? Well, <laughs> I had a guy that gave me some bad advice and told me if I went down to the Elko Fair, I could just find a job. And so we did, and I took a buddy with me, and I heard a guy saying he was looking for help, and I <laughs> he was sitting in the grandstands, and I walked up to him, and he said, or asked him if he wanted to hire us, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> And we were making like four hundred and fifty dollars a month. It was a but free room and board. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all the nasty horses you could survive. All you could live through. 
Did so, you start Colts before that? A little bit at home. You were raised on a ranch. Yeah, farm and a ranch. Well, so you weren't just uh, out of the city. I mean, you weren't just picking picking <laughs> taters and then decided to go uh, get a ranch job starting cult. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so where did you did your folks teach you to train? I mean, you start ho your own horses yeah, at home. My dad started helping me a little bit. We just mostly had hunting horses and ranch horses and oh stuff like that. <laughs> did you guys run hunts? Did you guide? No, just hunt for yourself. <laughs> mostly poached. <laughs> 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 What's the uh, statute of limitations on that, Russell? Uh, we might have to I don't know. I think he's like 70. <laughs> I am. He's just clean skin. <laughs> Northwestern desert. I know. That uh, sand exfoliation like, from the high desert. Can't you, like, bleep some of this out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, Everything I mean, you're you worried about, we're taking out. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing we're taking out of this is the dead air. <laughs> he's, he's still he didn't mean to insult you, Laramie. <laughs> it's okay. I'm good. So we're on the ranches. What are you? What are you doing on the ranches? What are you doing? I mean, you starting colts on there? Just running cows? Fixing water gaps? What's I mean? Explain it to us. Well, at first we were gathering yearlings. If I remember right, they had like 45,000 yearlings on this oh, ranch. and we mackerel. <laughs> Wait, how many? 45,000. I might be exact. I can't remember. <laughs> if I can't remember My what Lord. Jake told me. I thought you was like an elephant. Sound <laughs> you said he was like an elephant. Well, I just said he had a big trunk. Oh. Laramie laughed that we, quietly. We've lost time. Mean, she's in hysterics, and I can't hear her until now. There's nothing coming out. <laughs> Did you guys already cover all these other guys growing up? <laughs> yeah, it didn't, they're not grown up. It didn't take long. <laughs> I think Abby's redder. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Doesn't work. <laughs> the toilet doesn't work. Stop her. You gotta go out. You gotta go out there. The sink only. <laughs> the toilet doesn't work. Sorry, I go in there. Just uh, <laughs> telling you. Okay. Ben's been in here, and we don't know. Why. I don't know what Ben did to the toilet, but he jacked it up it's properly. Overflow is terrible. There's. It looks like there's 14 rolls of paper towels stuck in it. <laughs> Thankfully, it doesn't seem like there's anything else in there. So anyhow, Todd, back to 45,000 head of cattle. How many acres was that? Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> Four or five. Nevada's a pretty big place. It takes a long time. A few acres for 
What was the change like from going from Idaho? Huge. Were you in dry country in Idaho? Or I mountains? thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> New meaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's tropical where I came from. All I can think of when I think about ranching in Nevada, all I can think about is like driving home from Reno and you like come over them little foothills and there's just wild horses and skinny cows <laughs> and scattered um, yeah and loose burrows on the side of the road and i don't know what they eat rocks ish brush <laughs> i mean there's i I'm, I'm sure there's other parts of i mean like in the valleys and stuff it's beautiful but like i said i can't get that out of my brain that coming like you know, I used to ask that question too. <laughs> what are they eating? <laughs> They'd say, "Oh, the feed's good here," and I'd say, "What feed?" Yeah, <laughs> where? Because <laughs> there was like just blank spots, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> mm. and then a little piece of brush. So you just and gathered the water traps and stuff. Yeah, we just gathered into smaller fields and then eventually trailed them to the headquarters. And they bought them and just turned them out for. Yeah, probably four months. kind of a cool story. There was a guy in, I didn't know my boss. Never did meet him, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Who was in the bleachers? What? Who who hired you from the bleachers? Well, I guess he was my boss, but he wasn't the owner. I guess I didn't meet the guy that owned the place. Yeah. And, um... (laughs) Yeah, Russell. <laughs> Try to keep up. <laughs> anyway, he was a guy from Colorado, and they talked about him. and um, It was quite an experience, actually. We lived in this bunkhouse, and it um, had these guys that just kind of fed and did chores. We just rode horses, and it was when you were my age and making $450 a month, you didn't want to do anything but ride And all horses. you did was ride no fence, no nothing. No nothing. Oh, that's <laughs> pretty thought good. that was cool, you know. Yeah. Now I discourage that kind of behavior. I <laughs> 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 I hired but, <laughs> but You've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was this, a cool guy story from about Colorado. Yeah, I told you you were going to fit right in, Todd. I mean, so he um, probably won't use his last name, but but anyway, <laughs> there's this deal going on in the no, the um, news, and like everybody, kind of quits but me for the winter, and I'm helping this guy named Steve Nelson start Colts, and and it was pretty good job and. Halder Brake, they had quite a few horses there. Anyway, this story about this guy in Colorado that had would hire these kind of down on their luck, basically homeless people probably, and and when he owed them money, he would knock them off, whack them, bury them in the back. I remember that. Take them to the train station. Kill them. <laughs> no. Oh, they didn't make no train station. Well, I remember. Have that. you not seen you the not television watch show? Turns out, I'm yeah. working for his brother. No. <laughs> oh my lord! Wow! Yeah. And I'm getting down to like the only one. You're the only one left, and they owe you some money, and you're thinking, hmm, maybe I should just leave. And they, well, <laughs> they hired this one guy that broke down on the interstate because we'd be out at camp all week. On the weekends, we'd get to come back and wash our clothes and spend all day Sunday relaxing and. 
Anyway, we get back to this camp one day, and we can't see this guy, but we can smell him. (laughs) 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 The guy, he just, he didn't stick around for us to get there. He just dropped him off and left, and when we got back, here he was. (laughs) (laughs) At least he was still alive. Yeah, was he, he was alive? Yeah, he looked all right that way. (laughs) Anyway, there was nowhere for him to stay when we went back to headquarters except for this little, I don't know how to describe this bunkhouse. It was pretty old. Chicken house. We were in the upstairs piece of it. Me and a guy named Frenchie that had run away from France and... <laughs> not Italy. Never really, not Italy. I never really could understand of him too well. <laughs> but anyway, this new stinky guy, he he got to be in the annex to my room, which was just kinda like a closet with a window or something. I don't know. It was a <laughs> but he had to go through my room and I'm like nineteen, so I'm not Pretty naive, actually, from where I was from, and I did have a pistol in my bedroll. I didn't know why, but so one night we're laying in the deal there, and he um, starts telling me about being in prison, and, and, I, and I, you know, I I could tell he was kind of headed that way, so I <laughs> I got my pistol out and I cocked it, <laughs> and he, he quit talking about that. <laughs> Told you. You're trying to edit, and it's the whole story. <laughs> and how long did he have a long ways to go to where to get to here? <laughs> You're only 23. I'm still 19. <laughs> You're 19. 19. That's got a. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I joined into some communal living about 19, but I didn't have any. <laughs> Ex-prisoners. Yeah, I did the same thing about 19, maybe 20. I was in Australia, the same thing. You're like, whoa. Yeah, bunkhouses and such. don't. (laughs) Don't. That's not normal. (laughs) 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 Funny things at the bunkhouse. So anyhow, then what? How long did you stay there? Oh... You didn't get shot by the guy and no, then I can't remember. Pan. No, no rape, murder, or pillaging at the he ranch. Must have fixed his car and he left. I can't remember. <laughs> 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 and then you knew well, who put the pistol and in maybe there. You didn't the know why. I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> There's only one guy with a cocked pistol, <laughs> <laughs> and he's still here. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's still here. <laughs> well. After I worked there, I went to work for Martin Black on the Wine Cup and Gamble Ranch. And it was a little, I think we made like five or $600 there. It was quite a pay boost. <laughs> 20, uh, Lap of luxury now. Yeah. yeah. Wh- where was that ranch at? That was between Jackpot and Wells, Nevada. Kind of a long ways from anywhere. Pretty country. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they grow a lot of uh, turf there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of short trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't know. The parts in Nevada I've been through have been like driving on the moon. Yeah, <laughs> that drive from Vegas to Reno. Reno? Oh is my goodness! Unbelievable. Yeah, the only thing. Yeah, the only reason you know you're still on Earth is the wild donkeys that 
like attack you while you're changing a tire <laughs> in a parking lot. Herm and I almost smoked a couple of those wild donkeys making that trip. That'll really make you reevaluate how awake you are when you pull out of a gas station. You're like, that was a donkey. <laughs> or I'm really tired. <laughs> time Colt, for says, I did, Colt says that those people are feeding those donkeys out of that car. <laughs> in town. In the middle of town. They're everywhere. Yeah, I know. That is a long ways. And they sell lobster out there. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the one little place that's so dried up and it says lobster crossing on the freeway? No. Is that the place that's got the boat on the side of the road? Yes. But what about the place with is the that, airplane yeah. on the side of the road? I don't know where that is. Machine Gun Reynolds? Oh, that one's That's, that's closer, to, that's closer yeah. to Vegas. There's like a minute mark there. <laughs> So we're working for Martin Black on the wine cap. Yeah. We got anyway. AC. Welcome to ADD Village here. Yeah, we like to call this Clusterville Population Three, <laughs> but today it's Population. I know this is our base. Isn't it one of these other people's turn yet? <laughs> no, you well, are the star. Abby went for a while. We've been waiting for well, you. Waiting. You're the you star know, of the day. I, I was doing pretty good, but got pretty lonely down there. And Martin figured out that. Well, well hey, your roommate. Would have kept you company. <laughs> I mean, so that was kind of a self. I mean, you chose your loneliness. Self-inflicted loneliness. I never was confused. <laughs> and them girls in Nevada got all them miners, all them cowboys. They're like fussy. You talk to you. <laughs> It's always the ones you don't expect, Russell. It's, all, it's the quiet ones that'll get you. It's the quiet yeah, ones that'll get you. So is this is where you add that problem with alcohol? <laughs> yeah, that was part of it. <laughs> this is not no, I, Was that a lobster? I kept coming home when, when there wasn't anything to do. Martin would like give me a tractor job or something for one day, and then I'd quit. <laughs> and then I'd, he'd call me when they had more work to do, and I'd come back. But anyway, I got. How far did you go? Oh, it seemed like a long ways then, but probably. Four hours home. The wine cup to oh Arbon Valley, mm. <laughs> <laughs> home base. But I kind of got something cooking with my wife at that point. Where'd you meet her? 4-H. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all been together for a minute. Yeah, sorry. You you weren't you weren't 25 when she was in 4-U. I mean, were you the 4-H leader? <laughs> They frown on that. <laughs> I thought that was the Boy Scouts. At <laughs> 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 that point, they didn't let girls when in. So. <laughs> when it's real funny, Laramie laughs out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's silent laughing. Again. <laughs> So, you reunited with her when you got fired 
or quit 15 yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I got a job for Larry Christensen that was just down the road from where she lived, and, and that was nice. <laughs> where was that at? In McCammon, Idaho. How far was that from where you, where you were? Oh, about 15 miles, not too far. Oh, Lord. Okay, she probably went to the same salon and stuff. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I, that I can't even of, color that up. Kind of, kind of a flop. Of a flop <laughs> so what is there to do? What, what was the name of the town? Arbon. Oh, Arbon. So what, what, I mean, what did well, you and her do for fun in Arbon? <laughs> <laughs> they used to have a store and a bar and a, and a pool table, and that was a pretty big attraction. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> so how old? How long did y'all uh, court before you got married? Oh, <laughs> probably seven or eight months. Year. <laughs> I don't. We'd known each other and dated a little bit for longer than that, but about a year, I think. About a year. It's <laughs> a long how time old? ago. You how? didn't date before when you in four H in four H and stuff. You just knew each other? Yeah, she helped oh. me clean my steer barn once. <laughs> that's not that's, really a That's date love time. right there. <laughs> she, she still that, holds hey, that against me. That, that's the best date since uh, that buddy of mine uh, took that girl on a pig hunt and a skinning into Walmart for their first date. Oh, my Lord. I mean, so, yeah, you're running second place right now to the I best first date story. Date to- Shoot a rawhide cow and skin it, and she liked it. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought maybe she's going to be all right. You might have just jumped to the lead. (laughs) (laughs) New leader. (laughs) New leader. Shot the cow, and then I told her, hope that was the right cow. (laughs) She got that look like, (laughs) I guess this is can't see, can you? <laughs> so you, sh- you shot it for rawhide? Yeah. Do you do some braiding? <laughs> well, I used to, but I don't need that much money anymore. <laughs> 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 My one buddy came over one day, and I was braiding, and we were twisting hair ropes and stuff, too. I'd learned to do that down in Nevada, and... <laughs> I didn't do a real good job of scraping my rawhide, and he says, he looks at my braid, and he says, this looks like you got confused. You weren't sure if you wanted to braid rawhide or twist a rope. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't a very nice guy. (laughs) And then you cocked your pistol, and he left. (laughs) (laughs) He was part of my drinking problem. (laughs) (laughs) so how old are you when you get married uh 20 i think oh really oh that one long how old was she (laughs) 18 wow you guys start and how long do you have kids nine months <laughs> Six. <laughs> it was, I think, three years. Oh, wow. And you were still cowboying after you got married? Well, no. I got talked into trying a job that paid a little better. And I worked in a factory for. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Doing what? 
<laughs> started out being a sulfuric acid mechanic <laughs> was the <my> title. <laughs> Never How are you a mechanic on sulfuric acid? <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> this poor guy that had like his upper lip burned off and stuff. I just never could relax. I <laughs> you probably looked about like you do right now every day at that job. Just worried that the microphone was going to attack you. <laughs> Finally got myself out of that. How did you get a, in it? What were the... Well, That's got to be pretty good hazard pay. Yeah. Oh, it don't pay near enough. <laughs> they so there pay. were no no prerequisites? Just <laughs> No. I <laughs> Heartbeat, maybe. <laughs> hey, low IQ. Have you ever seen the war wagon? Because right now I'm envisioning the little skinny drunk guy that... Handles the nitroglycerin on the movie The War Wagon. That's, that's what I'm seeing. You at you at 20, 22 years old handling this sulfuric acid. I feel like it looks like that little fella that was handling all the Come nitroglycerin bottles. Come on in. <laughs> right. And after that, I went to work for my dad. Got a chance to buy his, well, kind of buy the farm and ranch we'd been running on and went to work for him. I started with one cow. <laughs> now I got a few more. <laughs> How many is he missing? <laughs> I don't know yet, Russell. I've been gone quite a while, so I may not have too many when I get back. <laughs> might, and, be, uh, might be like Doug. We might get your cows back in a lump sum later on. In oh, life. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, things got pretty lean on the farm and ranch deal, and so I, my brother-in-law's actually standing here. He told me, you, you ought to just <laughs> train for yourself. That sounded like a great idea. I'd kind of been always training on the side, you know. Somebody had something that was killing people, they'd send it to me, and I'd tear all my stuff up. And <laughs> <laughs> kind of similar to the sulfuric acid. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It was kind of easy compared to the Nevada horses. So. <laughs> <laughs> what were they using the sulfuric acid for? <laughs> they never told me. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like we're in an episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> no, they made they made fertilizer. <laughs> now it makes sense. So I'm glad it does to you. <laughs> Well, if he falls in it, it's just they spread him out. And the fertilizer, it doesn't matter if you lose one now and then. <laughs> I went from working for a guy that buried you in the backyard. Yeah. To guys that fall in the pit of the acid. Yeah. Isn't that what happened to the Joker, the original Batman? Uh, I, think I so. thought that was too. Oh, maybe it was Joker. <laughs> so, anyhow, yeah, this is a long ways ago. And then, so I built a barn and. So your brother-in-law got you into training, and you still speak to him? Yeah. <laughs> he even he bought me my first three horses, got my barn done. It was in the middle of the winter. I was up there. It was miserable. My <laughs> bought three and two dads. <laughs> <laughs> Only one the first week. <laughs> 
I was worried for a minute, but this is fabulous. (laughs) So then what? (laughs) Now we now we now we got one. We had to drag him off. (laughs) Oh, you didn't use him for rawhide. No, he shot coyotes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Beginning of well, a career, this one, feels good. One neighbor, he he raised horses, and he he let me train one that looked pretty good. It was that Palomino horse that did pretty good for me when I was in the limited open. He won the world show there in Stephenville one year. And I think you were second on slider that year, and the next year you started your three-peat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little cool there. No, I was the year after the cold year. Oh, after, yeah. I remember listening to Annie complain about how cold it was. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we killed Doug Williamson. You didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Neither did anybody else. Lots of things have tried. Nothing succeeded. Oh, my Lord. He locked the uh, maids out of the motel. He was afraid that they would die if they got what he had. He just stayed after the show. It was so bad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, then I started. <laughs> I really. That's the one of yours that lived? Was that the yellow one was? Oh, no, we'll see. No. no that oh, guy. it wasn't. Yeah. No. Dang it. <laughs> I feel like you should have a mic. <laughs> anyway, then I started, kind of got the fever and started trying to go to all the horse shows I could. But what happened to the one that lived? <laughs> I think we had to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> For a lot of money. He does need a mic. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> she she kind of put a whole new meaning to quick-footed. She was... <laughs> she was... <laughs> Psychotic. Kind it, sounds, of. it sounds like code for Paul to bridle off. <laughs> Didn't you sell her to somebody and then you never seen him again? <laughs> or that was the other, that was Crash, the one yeah. we, we bought after that. <laughs> he doesn't have me trained for him anymore. I know, he's a, he says, you, you got me into this. I'm taking you down with me, brother in law. Fucked her off. <laughs> a good three for one package you got here. <laughs> one out of three. Bad thing is it's true. <laughs> Some things you just can't make up. Yeah, you can't make that up. <laughs> this one horse that he bought for me. <laughs> and this one was psycho. <laughs> I um 
figured we'd just take it out and do ranch work with it and kind of get to it. But it reset every night. It was... (laughs) 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 And I'd been kind of... Grew up on the Ray Hunt kind of stuff, you know, to make the right thing easy and the wrong thing difficult. (laughs) This I'd try to cut on it, and it'd be okay if the cow kind of stayed in the middle, but if it ever went long, it'd just run off. <laughs> I thought, well, I'd shut it down, and I'd done it for weeks, and it wasn't getting any better. And so I was out in the big arena, and I had these people over, and I had like probably 50 replacement heifers in the end of the arena, and I said, all right, guys, when this one runs off, just just stand by. I'm just going to let him run off. He'll get tired of running, and maybe we'll get to him that way. <laughs> he, he runs off, and he runs right through the middle of all them cows. <laughs> I'm up on top of cows. <laughs> and I remember him like falling in cows. <laughs> we run. It sounds <laughs> impossible, but it happened. <laughs> and it run, and we come off the other edge of the herd, and he made another loop around the arena and headed right back to do it again. <laughs> I pulled up. You gave up. You gave up. <laughs> It would have worked. I didn't have my Ray Hunt book. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> You're flipping through there, finding a chapter. It's like one of those sheepdogs in Australia just run over the top of the back of <laughs> It didn't impress the people too much either. They didn't leave nothing for they trading. They didn't leave one for me to trade. <laughs> Take a long time to teach one to run up over the top of yeah, yeah. <laughs> That guy's fast. Anybody can teach him to hold a cow away from the rest of them. <laughs> you want to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did you? Did he ever get you a good one? <laughs> he picked them all out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see your picker's gotten better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, got, he got it right one time. <laughs> the marriage. Yep. <laughs> Did good there. <laughs> I don't know. I remember going to Reno with Ben of this show, but many years ago, like probably in 2006 or seven, maybe, with this yellow horse that I got. And um, thinking this was the real deal, all excited. I was going to tear it up. <laughs> Whip it on him. Probably the first time I complained to you, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, like, do you guys remember Rick Steed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't forget him. We Not. were stalled by him. That's when I first met him. There was like a life-size <laughs> poster of him on the end of my stall. <laughs> <laughs> It's like two opposites there in the same barn aisle way. Yeah. I like Rick. He's a good guy. He's, He's still your good. opposite. <laughs> yeah. No, I like him. I like him too, but. He gave so, me the greatest victory anyway, of all. We're out there, and I thought well, I might be a little bit under-advertised for this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I better not mention names. <laughs> but anyway, we pretty much were in the ghetto of the uh, rain cow horse stall division, I believe. We were by a lady they called, I don't, they called her Crazy Alice. I don't really know. She'd been with Brandon Butters and Brandon had kicked her out. <laughs> and she was like sleeping in a bed of shavings in the stall right next to it. 
and she had like eight horses, and the chewer's name was Trey. Hunt. Trey. No, not Hunt. Mon- Excuse Mon- me, Mon- Mon- or something. Mon- and she'd taken them all over and had shoes on them, and she forgot to tell him she didn't have any money, so she baked oh. him a cake. And took oh. It. oh, I think I remember I, that lady. I remember. I remember that lady. I do remember that lady. There's more stories to that lady for and sure. I, was that one guy's name Rick that used to kind of manage things? Dreyer. Dreyer. Rick Dreyer. So I told him, I said, you may check on them stalls out there. I don't think you're going to get paid for them. And anyway, the next day we went out there, and there was like five cop cars out there, and they, her horse trailer was stolen, and <laughs> I don't know what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I there was, there I was actually, a, she had a clothesline. And there yes. Was, there was chickens out there in one of the stalls. <laughs> this was, and you guys all had the big blue stalls with like the nice mats and doors. We were out there on the parking lot with the circus tent. That's right. Well, look yeah, how it was you right out there, there along that wall, right along that wall on the east side right there, huh? Yeah. yeah we had to keep you away from the cow herd. <laughs> I had We're afraid you'd me. run over the top of them. I had impression of the kids <laughs> with me wrestling. <laughs> I remember that. I, I, that lady was, oh, I mean, insane. You can go ahead and use Crazy Alice's name. <laughs> I did. She's not listening. <laughs> she's not. You don't know that she's not. Wouldn't that be cool? We should call in. Crazy Alice, if you're out there, go ahead and hit Ben up. Ben, what's your phone number? 940-536-7366. So, Crazy Alice, if you're listening, call, call Ben. Did you just and give Chris's number out? No. I know my own number. You do? Yeah. <laughs> so, give Ben a shout. You can rewind this, catch that number again. And uh, we'd love to visit with you a little bit about uh, the chickens in the parking lot of the Snuff Bifaturity. <laughs> if you have a few extra minutes. That was crazy. So then what? I didn't win. (laughs) (laughs) See, Abby, doesn't happen every time. (laughs) I was thinking it was because the judges didn't like me and I had the bad stalls. (laughs) (laughs) He ran over the herd. (laughs) I didn't make it to the show on that one. So is that that's your first snaffle bit? Oh six. Yeah. And have we been to like some club shows and stuff before that, or is this like? Yeah, there used to be a. There still is the Utah Rain Cow Horse Association was pretty small at that time, but I'd showed at them and thought I was pretty big, <laughs> pretty big guy there. <laughs> got this hand. Got to town and it wasn't too good. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how many times that story plays out. I don't know. That's what Crazy Alice said, too. (laughs) (laughs) I went and rode with Annie, and she gave me some pointers. (laughs) No clothesline. Yeah, she didn't have a clothesline or chickens in her barn anymore. (laughs) (laughs) When did you start riding with her? Where did you meet her at? I actually went, I guess, to the Snafflebit Fraternity in 98 when it was... Fresno. When it was in Reno, or the big fraternity was in Fresno. That's the first time I went. I forgot about that, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a non-pro at that time. And I won a check somehow. I wow. remember the judge was Skip Brown, and I had a, like a slick fork, weight, slick fork wade saddle and the big old six-inch Monel stirrups. And I go out there on the fence work, and I 
lose one stirrup and I lose the other stirrup and I just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and Skip Brown, he stops me up on the concourse later and he says, seen you lose that stirrup, I thought you'd pull up. He says, you went faster. <laughs> I seen you lose the other stirrup, he says, and you went faster again. <laughs> He says, I paid you for it. (laughs) (laughs) That probably wasn't the best advice. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt you for years. It took me years to overcome that. (laughs) When did you start putting the cows together? When you were a big man. I don't know what to tell you, Russell. <laughs> I can think of one story that doesn't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> Perfect. That's what we're after. That's what you want. Yeah. <clears throat> but it does kind of give a little bit of insight in why I <laughs> had to quit drinking. <laughs> we went to a team, Brandon, and my friend was a producer. It was back in the days, I don't even think there was extended cab trucks. And so <laughs> he had this big blue horse trailer and he was hauling the cows. And me and two of my buddies that were bad influences on me were in the back of the truck riding. And the one had just won the wilderness circuit in the bull riding. And the other one was telling him he couldn't ride a bull if he was <laughs> giving him some crap. And I'll show you, he says. So, you know, them old horse trailers had the door in the front. <laughs> he climbs in the, in the trailer, and he says, wait a minute. He says, these are my good boots. I don't want to ruin my boots. So he takes his boots off, <laughs> and he gets in the back of the trailer, and he's riding these cows. <laughs> they're all smashed <laughs> in the trailer. You While know, you're going they're down the highway. Yeah. These two are who can ride the best, you know. Still driving. Yeah, well, the other guy was driving. Yeah. And his little boy was watching us out the back window. <laughs> and um, I really don't know if I want to finish this story. But <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> I'll just leave some out. Anyway, so anyway, we didn't think too much about it. And um, then there's this store pool hall I was talking about in Arbon. We yeah. get out there and we're having a real. I guess before we get there, <laughs> after they get done riding the cows in the trailer, then they're mooning people <laughs> and we pass them. <laughs> and then Wild. My, my buddy that's driving with his little boy and his wife in the front says, <laughs> so none of us had kids yet. He says, when you guys have kids, I'm going to come over to your house and ruin them. He says, <laughs> So we didn't have kids for a while. <laughs> but anyhow, we get to this pool hall, and we're having fun. And they used to have this piece of plywood they put over the pool table to protect the cushions, like when they weren't playing pool and people were sitting on it. And they leaned it up against the wall when they were, um, when they were playing pool. Well, we get in this big wrestling match, <laughs> me and my buddies. and Well, them two are still kind of mad at each other over the bull riding deal. You hit a nerve on the one guy, and they never really proved who could ride the best in the trailer. <laughs> and anyway, we get in this big wrestling match, and two other guys, me and one buddy, end up, they tip the piece of plywood over on top of us, and then they're wrestling on top of the plywood, and we're just, <laughs> we're just basically getting mashed, you know. And then that made the one mad, and then this little pool hall had a little deal that they called... Um, they did the strangers the first time they 
showed up there. They called a, a vasectomy. They, um, <laughs> <laughs> they would. <laughs> it, it was kind of a get some weird looks on people's faces. They'd just grab people they didn't know and hold them down, <laughs> take their shoe off, and they'd pull their sock out and just cut it off with a sock. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, all this kind of... Welcome to Armin, Idaho. (laughs) Have you had your vasectomy? (laughs) My parents did it to a guy once and turned out he was a judge. (laughs) 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 And then my sister had to go to court about a week after that. (laughs) Just with the implants or without? This was pre. Pre, okay. (laughs) But anyhow... This vasectomy deal. The only guy that ever beat it is this bull rider guy. They jerk his boot off. <laughs> they grab his sock. You know how a horse trailer is when you've been hauling cows. He'd been walking around back there. <laughs> Barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> they pull his sock out. And, <laughs> he got away. He won. <laughs> That was a fair ways around the mountain to come to the vasectomy. <laughs> I remember talking about the fellow taking his boot off before he got in the trailer to ride the bull. Are you wondering why he left out? I kind of am wondering what he left out. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So an integral part of my team, Russell, is Joe Carter and Jesse Arnold from Oklahoma Equine. There are my team. They have done so much for me. Jesse has been helping me since I moved back here. And before that, even at all the horse shows, when you get to showing and things are going on and you're wondering, hey, is this horse off? Is he not? You go over there, see them guys. They help you out and you know it's right. Hey, Joe Carter co-signed with me on a loan when I moved to Oklahoma. Like I probably had, I just met him. I'd known him like less than a month. Seriously, co-signed wow. on a loan at he probably, wouldn't do, it now. He probably, he probably wouldn't do it now. <laughs> he probably wouldn't do it now, but he does take care of my horses. Wow. I mean, he's at all of our NRCHA events. It's so awesome. But they've got the standing MRI machine up there. We yeah. just got one back yep. from up there, and it is the cat's meow now. I mean, you roll them things in there and just stand them, just walk them right in there. They put their feet in it. Bad to the bone. Right now. I mean, used to be yep. like you had to haul off to some who knows where to go find an MRI machine so you could fee- see the soft tissue damages in them feet. I know. And those and have been the bane of my existence, okay? Like, the la- I mean, since 2013, I've probably had three or four that them horses that just would get sore and you can't find it right like their legs mm-hmm. look good mm-hmm. the shoes look good there's no injury to you're like what in the world is going on it should be here but it's not and you can block it's not on that. the x-ray you can't you got to get them up there to that mri you go see joe and jesse up there and uh you let them check it out on the mri and find out what in the world is going on and that way you can get a good diagnosis and then you can find out what is happening and get it fixed and get on down the road been there since 1988 been around forever you know 36 years that's longer than my wife's been alive that's the year i was uh i graduated is it really oh yeah yeah (laughs) i didn't (laughs) know you were that old Uh, no way you're that old i'm kind of getting up there (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I'm going to tell I'm you. I'm young-minded. You, you're immature is what you mean. <laughs> and I will wholeheartedly agree with that. Like I say, I just, I cannot rave about him enough. If you want to feel good about yourself on the golf course, you can go out there with Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, if you want to feel good about yourself on dance floor, go with Jesse because she'll make you look good. Hey, that whole family, they're incredible dancers. All of them. All Joe of them. and Brock and Jesse, they're good to watch or they're good to go make And you don't look forget good. Mother Teresa. Oh, yeah. Laying it down. Right. Laying it down. And, and you can't forget Matt and Riley, too. Nope. It's the nope. other and two the kids. And the whole crew. And they're just, I'm telling you, they're like part. They're like my family. Carolyn. There's there's so many people up there. That we could do a whole podcast just, just going on over. The just on the people up there. Yeah. Joe was telling me a story the other day that he's got one of Benny Gatron's hats, like, I, yeah, framed in the I office. I see it. Like, yes. It's awesome. Like he was, t- yeah. We got to get him on here and hear the whole story about that. But that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I was wondering how he got that hat. I saw it there. I'm thinking, how did he get that hat? Yeah, was that a bet? Did yeah. he win a game? <laughs> so, like yeah. I say, but uh, now they've really they branched out. That MRI deal has been a game changer, though, and really got to get up there and check that out. Yeah, I and trusted Top Cell Rainmaker there, so I believed in him. If you need to get a hold of these guys, need to get your horse checked out in this MRI or any of your lameness or sickness or breeding needs, you can check them out at the, on their Facebook page at Oklahoma Equine Hospital, or you can go to OklahomaEquineHospital.com for more contact info. And be sure to tell them that the guys over here at Cow Horse Full Contact sent you. They're um, spectacular with the breeding, too. Something that we maybe overlook a little bit in the cow horse world. We're always worried about lameness, but... They're storing some frozen topsail rainmaker, semen for me, some sinful cat. It's always on hand. I always have it. Find the right uh, deal to use it on. Just I just call up there and get it, and they ship it. They they do they take care of everything for all your veterinary needs. Check out Oklahoma Equine. So at some point we do have some kids. Yep. How many you three got? Boys. Three Girl boys. Three boys. Spencer. I kept messing them up, and their mom kept fixing them. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, Brody used to show with you a fair bit. Yeah, Yeah. he did. I don't know if I don't think I've met the other two. They trained. They always had to help me, but they never did like it too much. (laughs) (laughs) Is Brody the oldest? Yeah. Yeah. And he's about 30 years old this year. 30? That's unreal. So when did you quit drinking? When I was about 29 or 30. About when you had the kids? No. No, you had them early, huh? 23. Yeah. And are they close together? Yeah. Hank and Brody are a year and a half apart, and Spencer's four years younger. Didn't plan on that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did, actually. Did you? <laughs> no more? Not yet. <laughs> Still practicing, though. <laughs> well, how old a guy are you now, Todd? 54. Oh, geez. <laughs> you're, wearing it, you're wearing it well. I know. Is that Northwest? Good skin. Live in a fridge six months out of a year. Yeah. <laughs> Part Indian? No. Huh. Just quiet. Just and live, good skin. I live close to the reservation, though. Might be Part Indian. <laughs> <laughs> Things happen. They do. <laughs> I have a brother named Russell. I mean, it's <laughs> surprises. Ron Rawls just found a brother that's the exact same age as him. 
Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> so now you're training more or cows more or what? Doing both. I've been training horses and neglecting cows. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's such easy country. They probably get along easy. They do pretty good. Mm. Not like Nevada, where it's dry. <laughs> Up there in the tropical. Yeah. So now, the, about how many are you training? Oh, about 12 to 15. That's and a nice little number. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we have Todd in him. <laughs> it's got these socks. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, let's go back to this year's fraternity horse a little bit. What uh, what'd you do to get ready here? Did you go to any pre fraternities? Yeah, I went to Magic Valley for his first show. I think he got second there. And what time of year was that? That was like the 7th, 8th, and 9th of August or something like that. All right, it's not too long ago. And then where did we go after that? Went to the Utah Futurity. That was the next weekend, I think. Oh, geez. Then I went to Vegas. That was the next week. Then I went to Reno, and then I came here. So, yeah, so he's an old seasoned show vet <laughs> by now, son of a gun. Now, do you guys do much pre-working and stuff up there? Or is it just kind of train them and then them shows start in the fall and you start going? Pretty much that. Pretty much that. Yeah, we do, we end up doing a lot of pre-works there at the house. I mean, like traveling around and just go do a herd work here one week. Go do, you know, go somewhere and work them down the fence. May do some raining. But we haul them a lot and do that because we don't, it doesn't seem like we go show very much. We, uh. I don't know, like we hit up Tennessee and kind of give them their first out out there and then come back here to Fort Worth or Vegas, and we split them up and went there, and then we come here to the big show. So I guess we I took him to Scottsdale, I guess, and just rode him down rode him there. Around. Yep. That was pretty good for him, actually. Oh, during the Derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a fun horse show. It was. Pretty excited to have that horse show there the next three years. Son of a gun, everybody was whining and moaning about uh, being at Scottsdale the end of June, but – Dad gum, it was lovely, I thought. I mean, they said it was like 108, but that 108 ain't our 108. No. I'll promise you, it was nice there. And it was air-conditioned. Like, once you, you got a horseback and got over there to the show area, you don't ever have to go outside. Shoot, That's a great can, facility. Wow. You go see Joe Carter, go see the Herm, get your horse spot, warm up, 14 arenas, however many there is in there, air-conditioned. <laughs> got to like that. Get those misters for those stalls. Yep, yep. Kick them things on in the afternoon. It's shocking because in Texas, if you turn a mister on in Texas, I mean, it laughs at you. <laughs> you now you're just hot and wet. I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> but, I mean, them misters in Arizona, I mean, it shocked me. Corey said, hey, you guys bring the misters. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And we wrestled them things around to hook them up over them stalls. You should have seen it. It was like monkeys figuring out a math problem watching us try and hook this mister system together. We turned that deal on. It dropped that barn 15 degrees instantly. That's amazing. Abby, what about you? What did you do for pre-fraternities this year? I just came to Fort Worth. One show and rock and roll. One show, yep. I had trouble kind of scheduling with all the ratings. Yeah, that. I was in Virginia (laughs) the week of Tennessee. That's terrible. How do you make yourself do that? It's not easy. You went to Tennessee? Tennessee? I went to Virginia the week that you guys were in Tennessee. Oh, of Tennessee, yeah. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about... Todd took his horse to 15 pre or 15 horse shows before he come here. Or five. Four. Oh, that's five, a good four. idea. That's what Russell did. Yeah. Just Thank showed the wheels. God, yeah. because it worked a lot better for Todd. For it worked really well for Todd. Russell, 
Eh, he's able. He's freed up to commentate this weekend. <laughs> now, well, if I hadn't have gone to all of them, I'd have no earnings this year. <laughs> I would just be here with zero. Thank God. I'd <laughs> I be somewhere I'd, else. I'd be nearly at zero this year if it wasn't for uh, Taylor Sheridan in Yellowstone in the Hackamore class the other day. Boom. Thank That's you. Saved my horse show. Bannergate. Bannergate. <laughs> Thank you, Taylor. Love that show. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Subscribe to it. Buy merchandise. It's the best show in the world. Everybody's a winner on that I show. missed that by half a point. You oh. did. Oh. <laughs> hey, oh. what's worse than that is they said Clayton, Edsel, and Randy Paul didn't enter didn't and would have made the finals and just didn't enter. The ha- the Alcamar part. Whoops. Yeah. Bet they don't do that again. Chelsea, close your ears. Don't. <laughs> Chelsea upset about that? Just yeah, 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 a little bit. Well, she's the boss. Yep. That's why she's upset about that. Yep. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Hope that we didn't throw too many wrenches into the Edsel marital bliss. Eddie's doing that. So where are you going after this, Abby? I am going to go to the... The reigning charity. No more cow horse this year. No more cow horse this year. What no, that's not true. I've got to go to the world show and help some people. And then I'll show myself at the reigning charity. Show yourself. Yeah, yes. You will show. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean. I got it. <laughs> so where will you show the yellow horse again? Jan- at, February, at the world show? At the yeah, derby? Yeah. Probably next. That'll probably be it. Will you go to Idaho, Todd, probably? Yeah, planning on it. Mm. You they say it's going to be huge. I'm thinking about it. Right. I hate to miss one this year. Miss <laughs> 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 the <a> show. <laughs> well, we got that. You're famous there, so you need to come back. <laughs> You're famous somewhere? Infamous. I remember one. Tucker and <laughs> Teddy. I, did, I think that must have been the year before I ever went to the Idaho fraternity that you did the famous cowboy push-up oh. deal. And... Teddy Could happen and, to anyone. <laughs> Teddy and Tucker were sitting over at the video stand watching it over and over again, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> they were just laughing at everybody. <laughs> How do we find that video? It's, uh, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember asking Teddy after they'd watched it about ten times. I says, "What did they pay Russell for that?" And Teddy says, "Way too much." <laughs> <laughs> what video? Huh? I don't know what they're talking about. I need to know. Tell the story. Come on, Russell. It was... The worst is Sandy Collier and Lynn Anderson. They go through the video. I think Rain Dancer was a videographer. He was. Rain Dancer was a videographer, and he played a highlight reel at the... We had a Halloween party there every year, and he played it in slow motion at the party a bunch. (laughs) <laughs> over and over, and uh, Annie, it's pretty incredible. Uh, or uh, Sandy and Lynn took that and chopped out a picture of me going over the horn, and didn't didn't say anything. Go all the way till the next year, and I'm going in to ask for my cow, and you rode in and then turned around, and I'm riding in, and the crowd is just laughing hysterically. I'm like, I haven't even done anything yet. I, I haven't even started. Then I turn around to ask for my cow, and they have had this giant poster made, and they threw it over the fence and hung it in the arena. 
while it's getting ready to show. Terrible. You should have got $13,000 for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did it scare all the horses that came in after that? I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help me. <laughs> and there was no one there to pay for it. So, Todd, what's next for this uh, little horse that you're sitting good on? We were just talking about it. Probably Idaho. Yeah. Take him there. Got to go home this week and <laughs> find my cows and ship my calves. <laughs> go to Idaho on Saturday. <laughs> Perfect. It's not far. It's next week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Idaho is? I think it's a week off of the end of this. Are you Jeez. coming, Chris? No. <laughs> no, I'm I'm settled into dad mode. Like, yeah, I got to put my kid to bed for a week before I came to this horse show every night. It was awesome. I'm so looking forward to that when we get done with this horse show because I'm being an absentee father at the moment. I think she's going to make it through that. <laughs> it's probably best for her that I'm a little more absentee, but it's not for me. All right. Like that guy, that guy Todd knew. It's like, where's Stinky Dad? <laughs> Can't smell him. <laughs> Lays me on his chest and goes to sleep. He didn't take a shower. <laughs> or a little Hadley. <laughs> so, how many you got for next year, Abby? Just one right now. I need more. But I do have one nice one. Hear that, people? Yeah. <laughs> Openings for training. Cow horses. No rainers. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like bensfarmersonly.com. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? A metallic cat. Well, one of those. Huh? One of those. One of those, yes. Yeah. How many you got, Todd? <laughs> what? How <laughs> <laughs> <I> many? <laughs> this is it's so classic. I mean, <laughs> it's epic. You gotta be a little more specific. <laughs> Horse? How many three-year-olds you got for next year? <laughs> yeah. uh, two, three, what? four, five. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? <laughs> That's how you do your kids, too. I got one. <laughs> Two, three of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, five. Did your brother-in-law have owned any of them? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know how when you start out and, like, the people come to you and they, they think it's all the trainer? It doesn't matter what horse they bring you. The, <laughs> <laughs> the trainer can shape it into the, the whatever because he's so good. <laughs> then they get to know you a little bit. <laughs> you you dis uh, disappoint them for a while. <laughs> 10 or 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, kind of this guy I went to 7th, 8th, and ninth grade with, he come over one day and I hadn't seen him for a long time. <laughs> anyway, he's the guy that he bought me that derby horse, and he, he's been a really good, fun little horse. Then he sent me down here last fall to the cutting fraternity, and I bought this horse that I was showing there today. So that was kind of fun. He bought me better horses than my brother-in-law did. So. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it all sounds my like fault. he didn't let you pick him out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he did. 
Just, just give you a little more budget. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like your brother-in-law. I think he didn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> <laughs> he don't have a mic. <laughs> and you got a cocked pistol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's married to my sister. <laughs> Still getting used to him. How <laughs> oh, long? Is that the same sister with the implants? <laughs> She's going to kill you. Take that as a yes. See, this whole time I've been envisioning that you're married to his sister. That's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. No, Thanksgiving's going to be. You're not going to. Just wait till Christmas to get together. I, they might not be listening to, con to Cow Horse Full Contact around the old Thanksgiving dinner table. <laughs> I think they'll get bored in the early years of my <laughs> and Turn quit off. listening. Yeah. Yeah. Turn off. I'd like to hear more from these other people. Yeah. Yeah, Caroline. What? Where'd you come from? Detroit. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Where's that? Yeah. <laughs> and what'd you do there? Uh, I worked in the bar and nightclub industry. <laughs> this sounds terrible. Russell, I mean, the general public thinks we've just got strippers sitting here with us while we're interviewing Todd. Yeah, so my best friend's family owned a strip club on 8 Mile. <laughs> nice. See? I worked for Red Bull and then somehow ended up in Oklahoma working for Abby. Nine, really? Like I didn't ten know that. Ago. Yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's how we met. Yep. Strange. She was taking in strays at that point. <laughs> She'll do that. Desperate, desperate times, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I uh, saddled and was like uh, kind of an assistant-ish. <laughs> How was saddling not an assistant? You weren't very good at it. I mean, I was good at saddling. The riding part was maybe not my forte. I mean, we just started, Todd. <laughs> he was just looking for a window. He wanted an escape. It's gone. Ask him how big their skull was. How big their skull was. Okay. There were seven kids in the total skull. Were they all kin? No. Well, that's good. <laughs> I came from Texas up there the first time, and the store that he was telling you about where they got in a fight, you know, in the bar, it's about the store and the bar is about this big. <laughs> and so they sent me down there to get groceries. So I stood there for like 45 minutes, and nobody was there to take the money, you know. And so there was an old rotary dial phone sitting there. So Pick up the phone and call them on Wow. Now, what do you do? How do you pay? Oh, there's a notebook there. You just write what you get. And they send you a bill, so I had to write two gallons of milk, one dozen eggs at the store. Wow. How big was your school, Todd? 
Well, there was three in my grade, and that was a big grade. <laughs> so, when you were valedictorian, it really wasn't saying that much. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> there was no problem with that. <laughs> You know, you could have claimed it. I mean, I, nobody, nobody, I the, the other six aren't here. <laughs> but if they Google Arben, Idaho, they'll hear this because there's probably not a lot that's going to come up on the old Google machine. <laughs> One girl was a genius. <laughs> Did you marry her? No. no. <laughs> she married a married him. another genius. <laughs> How many towns over did you have to go to find him? <laughs> You're lost. <laughs> so how do you have at the same table someone who came from a town where you write your groceries down and someone from Chicago? Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. De whatever. <laughs> Damn near the same. What? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> that worked in a whole different industry. <laughs> yeah. And here, this is, a, this is quite the uh, eclectic group of people sitting around this table tonight, I'll guarantee. Where'd you come from, Abby? Ohio. How did you, how did you meet her? Well, she was here. I know, um, I knew that. Luke introduced us. Raining horses. Yeah, raining horses. Oh, how'd you get into raining horses? From stealing hubcaps. <laughs> <laughs> and strip clubs. Strip and clubs. Strip clubs. Um, I rented a house that was on a boarding facility in Michigan, and there was a lady there, Lynn, that had a rainy horse. It was the only house I could afford at that time. I would go watch her ride this horse. I had no idea what raining was. And then, of course, watch the amazing Stacy Westwall bridalist, saddleist video, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to do that. And then started riding in Michigan, somehow decided to move. And you never saw a horse before you were in the house? No, I mean, I had. We would go trail riding. Uh, my mom would take me to Tennessee, uh, Fairfield Glade, Tennessee, every summer over the 4th of July. And we would trail ride through the mountains. And But I didn't, you know, it was literally trail horses. I had no idea what a lead change was or anything it's amazing what that run of stacy's did for the horse industry though i mean it i mean it reached out and touched a lot of people yeah i mean i like it yeah it it was impressive and you kind of look at it and you kind of spark something in me and then i started riding uh that that lady lynn she let me ride her horse's mom who was like 13 years old and i showed in the green rainer and the horse was really good i sucked but won a couple things i was like oh man i I can do this. And then moved to Oklahoma on a whim, kind of. I worked for Steve Simon for like a few weeks and <laughs> <laughs> met some people. I met actually in the couple weeks time, I met Eileen. So I'm, she was one of the first people I ever met when I moved to Oklahoma. Her boyfriend at the time's roommate introduced me to Abby. Who needed help apparently very desperately so she <laughs> hired me and the rest is history were you at sather's place at that time i was yeah. yeah i think wasn't that your first snapple bit 
Yes, it was. That year was my first Napa bit year. Mm -hmm. Well, how'd you wind up at the vet clinic from Abby's? Uh, so I worked for Abby, and then I moved closer to home. So I went to work for Rebecca Adkins. Um, my mom has illness. And so Rebecca was in Kentucky, and I could drive home on weekends and back to Detroit. I kind of ended up moving around a little bit. My mom started to get better, and I was working for Matt Armenta, and he used Dr. Joe as a vet. And then my mom got sick again, and I was kind of talking to Eileen, who, you know, was running Joe's show at that time. And I was like, well, I, you know, I got to move home, back to Detroit. I don't really know when I can come back. And Matt was really good about it, but he couldn't promise me he'd have a job because I didn't really know, you know, what was going to happen. Dr. Joe was like, well, whenever you're ready to come back to Oklahoma, I'll just hold a job for you. I'll give you a job. And he did. I met you somewhere in the middle of that whole mess. Yeah, I think we met. I think you were for Rebecca when we met. Mm -hmm. And what'd you do there? <laughs> don't don't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Todd, shouldn't they have to tell their whole story? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a lot of edits. <laughs> oh my goodness. Then uh, yeah. Started the whole, I actually, somewhere in the middle of that, had met Bill and Catherine Lacey, and she had told, Abby and I talked about it before, and then the Lacey said to go to CSU, to the breeding short course. So I did that, and started pulling things out. We stand whiskey and diamonds, and we did slider. Slider was actually my first, the first stallion that I was, like, in charge of, kind of. That makes me nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell you that then. Sorry. Hey, been there so forever. what about, so you're a pretty accomplished photographer also. She's amazing. Amazing photographer and have been able to go out to the Kentucky Derby and amongst other super cool venues that you've been able to go shoot. Talk to us a little about that and then some of the stuff you've uh, run into. Well, so I had, like, I think I have ADD, like, YouTube. Um, and I got a day off, and uh, I, my friend Marie, they at the time worked at Extra, she hooked me up with B. Silva to take a couple lessons, and he get, lent me a camera and a lens for a little bit until and I eventually bought that camera and lens off of him, and... He was, he was great to me, um, and he's obviously insanely talented um, and taught me a ton of stuff and would take, I mean, I would just tag along anywhere he would take me. Dr. Joe and Dr. Jesse were awesome, let me off work mid-breeding season to go to photography workshops, and I went to um, this Eclipse Sportswear workshop at Santa Anita. It was like four days long or something like that, but it was in the middle of breeding season. Jesse let me go, which was very nice. And I won most improved of the workshop. So I got to choose a race to shoot. And I choose uh, the Breeders' Cup because there's like, you know, 12 races or something like that. It was insane. I mean, I've never, I've never seen anything like that or experienced. I mean, it's you go for like the whole week before. We have to shoot every single horse plus every alternate that could be in it on the track freezing, working, galloping, the whole thing, bath, everything. 
And they, because the Breeders' Cup makes a book for each entry. Well, at the workshop, it was March. This huge red horse, like, comes out onto the track. And I was like, dear God, what is this beast right here? And it was Justify. So it was, like, the first look at Justify before he was really Justify. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, the people at Santa Anita kind of knew who, I mean, obviously knew who he was. But it was, like, you're kind of standing on this track and, you know, there's a melee. Like, horses are getting loose, throwing their riders off. And that horse (laughs) is just, like, standing there super chill. And it was it. That workshop was incredible, and it being on the track kind of sparked something different. And I kind of take every they tell stories there. I mean, they go around and they find these trainers and these horses, these mares, these studs, whatever. Um, Baffert, there's chaplains and all that stuff, and they kind of go around and try to tell a story. And you, I've tried to learn from that. And so I went to the Breeders' Cup, and I, I was there for I think eight days. And you just are shooting like crazy. I mean, there's just horses everywhere. And it was my first real look at shooting an able. She had just won the art. She came to, this was at Churchill Downs, and she won the Breeders' Cup turf, which has never been done. She's the only horse to ever do this. I mean, you're just kind of around the greatest animals, like, to run in that sport. And it's every two-year-old, three-year-old, turf, dirt, the whole nine yards. And kind of... Toot my own horn, but I kind of crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) Toot. (laughs) (laughs) So they, you know, I got hired by them, and I saw some of those picks, and they were they were ranked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, but it it helped me really think, like, because I love you know the cow. I love the cow horse. Everybody knows that. I came up a rainer, but the cow horse is like. There's nothing like it. I mean, you all know, obviously. You're here. So I take, like, that storytelling and try to, like, look at that when I'm here, when I'm at a show. Maybe try to tell a story or at least do the best that I can. It's a little bit more difficult because we're inside here, but, in you know, at the racetrack, you're kind of, everything's outside. Right. But I think your story is so fascinating, Carolyn, because you came up, I mean, basically started as an assistant, but then kind of veered off and have found a really cool way to make a living and stay in the industry, you know, between working for Joe and doing the photography and this and that and making a good living without having to train horses. And and it's opened up some opportunities because I you showed at the rain fraternity last year in the ancillary classes, right? Jordan McBurney, she had sent me her mare to breed um, for Dr. Jesse to breed. And I, she goes, you can go ahead and ride her whenever you want. So I hauled that mare every single day to extra. poor marie oh my god (laughs) and uh rode her every day and i had really hoped like in the back of my mind that i'd be able to ask her to show in a rookie class or whatever (laughs) and then the the reigning changed to seven-year-old derbies and she was in shape so they took her (laughs) (laughs) and she took her they showed her uh, andrea's assistant showed her and i think then jordan took her and showed her as a thank you, she let me take her into the rookie class, which, I mean, I really, I don't know how you guys do it, because I went through every range of emotion. I cried. I almost puked. It was, <laughs> there was, it was like this. I remember you calling me because you didn't have the papers. You didn't have your papers, and like, because you are always saving me. 
I know. You're always, because I always forget something. I'm going somewhere, and I have to have a certain amount of paperwork. And I'm like, Carolyn, I forgot this. Yeah, you've woke me up at 3 o'clock uh, in the morning. Yeah, no, I've met you at the clinic at every possible hour of the day. I mean, y- y'all's whole crew is so outstanding at that. I mean, I don't know how many times Heather saved me, too. Like, oh, yeah. No, I mean, everybody. Yeah. No, I didn't get yeah. her Coggins health certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do any of it. And she called me and told me this. I did. I had to. <laughs> it was so awesome. I, I was like, oh, my God. I just I, did you. I, I all I just, of a sudden like, understand why this is the last thing that you think about. No, so it gets worse from there. So I go to, I, I'm showing right when they're drawing for the open. And Marie had an appointment that day, and she is the one that had coached me, you know, for like a year. Uh, and the mayor had a foot abscess for a couple, like three weeks before, so I really hadn't rode her much. I'm losing it. Like, Jordan's <laughs> drawing for the open futurity. Sean's drawing. Marie's not there yet. And I call I call her because she's driving back, and I'm, cry- I'm crying on the phone. <laughs> and I was like, there's nobody here to help me. I don't even have a hat. I'm just not going to do this. And it is, it was the most terrifying moment of my life. Patrick Flaherty's non-pro came and brought me a hat. And (laughs) Carrie Klingenberg brought me a belt and a buckle. (laughs) And I somehow squeezed into my chaps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Marie's show saddle. And, you know, Jordan McBurney's horse. And... uh, Something borrowed, something blue. Everything, yeah. yeah, I don't think I owned any of it. Um... (laughs) And I went in and showed, and it was the most fun I've ever had. It literally sounded like I won the Snapple Bit Futurity, because, like, I mean, Todd Crawford drove up to the city to watch me show this horse. It was unbelievable. I had the most amazing crowd of people (laughs) cheering for me for my 206 and a half. (laughs) (laughs) And the best part is, like, right before the last stop, I'm, like, going for the last, like, loop dealer, and I get ready to run down, and in my head I was like, Oh my God! You didn't fuck this up, <laughs> <laughs> and we run down. Hey, you might mark, mark that time. <laughs> <laughs> we run down, and she stops, and I don't, and I almost flew right off her. <laughs> if you you have to go watch the video, it is it is priceless. <laughs> And I look at the back gate and, like, <laughs> Jordan, Bud Lion, Joe Schmidt, they're all, I mean, Joe Schmidt's crying. <laughs> it's, Schmidt happens. Yeah, Schmidt does happen. It Some, was good. Sometimes in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm fortunate, though. <laughs> I've, had, I've had a lot of people help me out. I've got to do a lot of cool things and then learn photography. And now I'm going out on my own. You're one of you're one of those. I mean, you go from the dance hall deal to (laughs) (laughs) talented at that. (laughs) I don't think she actually worked there, Russell. I mean, it was just part of the story. Well, anyhow, I mean, she could still, have. she goes to the raining and the loping, and then the vet clinic, and then the photography. I mean, those are big jumps. Like being next year, snaffle bit fraternity. Oh, I'm, I don't know that I have the... Cajones? Uh, yep, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> to go down the fence. They have a boxing class. Yeah. I'll do that. I think instead of Cowhorse for Cutters next year, we need to have just like local celebrities like Carolyn. 
be fun. I think we, I don't know, but the, the Carolyn's a one of a kind. That's the problem. I know. Like, just so, one. Just yeah, one. There's only one. Up. So it's it, like hey, Todd. That could be a Victorian of one. <laughs> this is going to be the strangest podcast ever. Yes. That's okay. I want Abby to tell about Jeff going out when the coons and the hound dogs are in the fight. And he takes a pitchfork out there. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we had raccoons in the chicken coop. Oh, so Jeff, we, not yes. Jeff. Okay, so got it. So the dogs woke us up in the middle of the night. There was raccoons in the chicken coop. I don't think he had a pitchfork, did he? Okay. Pitchfork and a torch. I would say Just like gun, he was Jason Frankenstein. Anyways, he goes running out there. Butt naked. (laughs) (laughs) It had rained, so he was like high stepping (laughs) through the water. (laughs) The dogs and the coons get in a fight. It like pins his old dog down. So he has to be careful not hit his dog or Peanut? shoot his dog, yes. Oh, God. And get the coons, There's other yes. things. If I was naked in the middle of a dog fight, there's things I'd be worried about mud. being careful about yes. besides my rain. dog. In the rain. <laughs> yeah, in the rain. So, But anyways, yeah, it gets it all taken care of, gets rid of the coons, and survives, doesn't lose anything, you know. <laughs> it was, was quite a sight. Was that pre-Logan? Yes, that was pre-Logan. Well, luckily everything still functioned. Yep, <laughs> pre-Logan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Post-Logan, you've got a lot more animals. We do, yes. We have a whole zoo now. Kids do that. We're going to shift gears to Abby and find out where she came from. Cause she's Ohio. Just been... Ohio. Ohio. Right. And then yeah, she drifted know. off. Yep, born in Ohio. Dad's a reigning d- horse trainer. Pony he trainer. doesn't. He doesn't have a ponytail anymore. He does not have a ponytail now. He has a ponytail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my well, God, Laramie's still here. Hey, <laughs> I'm sorry, Laramie. I forgot you were there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now he spent a lot of time overseas. Were you with him for any yes. of that? Yeah, we lived there for four years. Italy, right? Yep, in Italy. How yep. old were you then? I was six when we went there. You so. speak Italian. Yeah, roughly. Ish. I used to speak it very well. I don't practice so much anymore, so I can still understand it, but sometimes I kind of forget how to say the well, words. We go to them Rannans. You should get plenty of practice. I know, but a lot of them speak English, and they just talk to me in English. Oh. My brother-in-law is Italian. He always talks to me in English. Sometimes I'll try to practice Italian, and he still answers me in English, so it doesn't <laughs> a lot of good. <laughs> I just gave up. Marco, step up the game a little. Yeah. When did you move? Marco's your brother? Marco. So. There's only one. What about when um, you're. It's not Polo. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) Um, When you were training the ponies and. How do you know all these stories? (laughs) Yeah, so when we lived in Italy, there was a couple teasing ponies. And I, I, I already had a pony, but I wanted to break these two. So I started riding the one, but when I'd ask him to go, he'd turn around and bite my foot. 
So my, my dad goes and gets a stick, and he says, whenever he turns around to bite your foot, just hit him between the ears. <laughs> okay. So sure enough, I kick him in the belly. He turns around, tries to bite my foot. Oh, he told me to hit him as hard as I could. So he didn't know he, how strong you were. Yeah, he didn't. He turns around, <laughs> tries to bite my foot. So I nailed him between the ears. And you're it's a terrible seven. story. <laughs> yes, I'm seven. <laughs> Knocked him to his knees. And dad goes, okay, that's good. Let me get you a smaller stick. <laughs> he said that was the first day he knew I'd grow up to be a horse trainer. <laughs> Is that in his training book? <laughs> right. I mean, he didn't try to bite my foot anymore. I tell people that, <laughs> I tell people this all the time, but Abby gave me a saying. She says, you might have them muscles, but that don't mean you got to use them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that she learned it at yeah. seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> yep. So then what did you do when you came back from Italy? I mean, he was still training. He had his own training business, and I was showing in the youth. So I showed in the youth and then the non-pro and eventually turned in my non-pro card and started training pro. When you were how old? Uh, after I finished school, 18. Oh, no and collegiate career. No, no, it, well, that was just kind of getting started. So mm. my, my college was Craig Smersall. I worked there for a year and a half. That was my college. Quite an education. She's a quick study. <laughs> yeah, she's a quick study. <laughs> I packed a lot in that year and a half. Oh, yes, I did. A whole lot. It was very eye-opening. When did you go on your own and get Caroline? That was, so from Craig's, I worked for Dwayne Hicks for a year. They used, they owned Spooks Got a Gun at the time. And then after that, I went to work for Winfield Farms. And then that's where I would have met Carolyn. Mm. And you've been there for how long? Well, I worked for them for nine years. They, um, they kind of got out of it and... I just do my own thing. I lease stalls there, but it's my own business now. Two years now? Three. Three years? Yep. Wow. Three, almost four, yeah. Now we're trying to transition yeah. into more cow horses. Yeah, I would love to do more cow horse. I like it a lot. And I don't what? know why, because it's really hard and really <laughs> frustrating, but <laughs> when it works, it's really, really cool. They had more that that's how studs. I, that's how I got into it. So I was just a straight rainer, and when I went to work for them, they asked me if I'd try the cow horse because they really liked that. Right. What they was had jewel gun? Yeah, they sent me out to Don Murphy. That's that was I, fun for me as an assistant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heard me get yelled at a lot. It. It's the only time I ever saw her get yelled at. Yep. Hey, I have the same store in order for Todd, and I was like, I know this guy showed up one day. He was yelling at my boss. It was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was super cool, and then he yelled at me. <laughs> and then I got yelled at for having a tattoo, so. <laughs> I, think he, I think he realized how much I was enjoying him yelling at my boss. So he had to so throw you in the mix, So I got taken out at the too. knees as well. <laughs> <laughs> They yeah. used to have, I loved Fair and Hightower days. Yeah, so, yeah, I rode with Don a lot and whoever else. He started pawning me off on other people. I think he kind of <laughs> got tired of me. That's kind of how I got introduced to Russell and Farron and, yeah, a lot of other people. Um, so Farron helped me a bunch. 
I remember one time Todd Bergen was there. They were all out for the world's greatest horsemen, so we had Todd help me. And I don't even remember what they were trying to get me to do. I couldn't do it. All I remember is the sound of frustration in Todd's voice. And I'm like, this is great. The one opportunity I have to ride with him, and I just can't do what he's asking me to do. It was his delivery. Maybe. I think it was just me. But I think we should get Todd in here tomorrow and make yeah. him defend his. Yeah. He's way too <laughs> emotional. He just sounded so annoyed at me. <laughs> It's kind of just his voice. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's the flattest ever. How'd you do that? So, yeah. Calvary's people are pretty cool. Chris is let me come over and ride. Robbie Boyce lets me come over and ride all the time. Met all kinds of cool people. Yeah, it is a good business. He just moved by you. Yes, right? it's awesome takes me almost as long to get down his driveway as it does to get there. It's just, to his driveway. Yeah, yeah. right around the corner. It is a ways. Yep. He was here showing in the rope fraternity this week. Mm -hmm. Didn't have a snaffle bitter. Yeah, I know. He's weak weak hearted. <laughs> Didn't have any show horses. Just roping. I think he had one in the short row of the head. And Two, I think. Two of them. That's what he said. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. Those steers were fast. Oh, my Russell Lord. and I sat and watched, what, the first go of the head and the healing, healing. last night. Man alive, I couldn't believe how fast them steers were. People are always saying, hey, you rope, you should do that. And I'm like, negative ghost rider. I don't rope like that. No. I'd have to stop all this and practice that for three years <laughs> before I could even start. Gee, many Christmas. That's what Brad Lund tells me. He's like, you know, he's like, Doss, if we worked as hard roping as we did at cow horsing, we could probably win a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of truth to that. Yeah. I spend a lot of time. Or anything like photography. I don't spend as much time as I should. Soon, though. It'll be all photography all the time. With the barn dancing industry. <laughs> <laughs> I think Todd has a future there. He has a kind of an Australian <laughs> look about him. Oh, yeah. He, he's going to be in the new <laughs> version of Thunder from, <laughs> Thunder <laughs> from Idaho. <laughs> it's always good to have something to fall back on. I guess. <laughs> if the cow or steel dries up. Good retirement. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jeff? What about Jeff? He's doing some law enforcement ish yeah, things so he still works for winfield farms and then he's a reserve deputy for the county there he was doing some bounty hunting though right he was doing bounty hunting but he had to give that up to become law right. enforcement he's so. we need to get jeff on here i feel like because jeff like, being a bounty hunter is him living his best life right <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean he because he like played semi-pro football right yep. i mean this is a large human and i'm going to tell you what we did that when we did the tough mutter oh yeah and Jeff's like the last one that comes up the Mount Everest wall. And it was like, well, I think it was me and Robert Forrest and another guy. It was like it took three of us. And we were like locked in a chain. And when Jeff hit, I remember I had a hold of Robert Forrest's leg in my chest. And I had my feet on the ledge. And when Jeff hit, I thought all three of us were going back to the bottom. Because <laughs> he is not a small human. <laughs> he is a big man. <laughs> and that's a tall wall. And I don't know how we got his big hind parts up there, but we got him up there. That was that was awesome. Was I mean, fun. it was, yeah, y'all. Do you remember when I almost 
died on the board. <laughs> you had to jump off the diving board. Yeah. And I slipped. Yeah, and I, it was what, two stories maybe? It looked uh, strong. It was yes. high. So I'm it on the diving high. board. I didn't really want to do it in the first place. And you basically jumped off into what looked like antifreeze. Yes. And it felt like antifreeze. Yeah. I mean, it had viscosity to it. But when I you came out, it dripped off you for a minute yeah. when you got out of it. And I slipped right when I went to jump, and I belly flopped so hard. <laughs> <laughs> the lifeguard was swimming out to save me. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, a Tough Mudder, for those of you who don't know, is 12 miles of running filled with obstacles. Oh, mm-hmm. I hate running. I it, don't run. It was horrible. It, <laughs> it was, was mud. It was mud, and it was had been raining, I and there was a tornado your, coming, and it was like... Your uh, after picture yes. is priceless, oh. all of you guys. Yeah, it's no, it's pretty epic, really. I mean, because yeah. it was Robert Forrest and Aaron the and Mixons Aaron. and the Torminos and the Dawsons and I don't know, there was like eleven or twelve of yeah, us. Yeah, there was some others. Yes, it was, it was pretty epic. I know that. I know that beer that they give you at the end mm-hmm. was the best beer I've yeah. ever had well, in my life. Well, they tried to run through the electric wires. Well, I watched Robert. <laughs> hey, Robert Forrest. did not make it very far. No. Robert Forrest runs through it, and it's all these electric wires hanging down, and Robert, of Stewart Ranch fame, just runs through it. And just runs out the other side, and he's clean. And the picture at the end is hilarious because he he's so mad later on. We've talked about it. he's so upset because in the picture he is dead clean on the in the other side. So I'm me and him are right there together. So I'm like, well, he went through right here, and he just ran out the other side. Sweet. So I start through on the same line he took, and I make about two steps, and this wire hits me right between the shoulder blades. And it just removes my motor skills. <laughs> you belly flopped oh, in that mud. I mean, just straight downs me. I don't even get my hands out. It's just, I'm on the ground. Like a taser. And now there's a bale of hay in the middle. And I know that, I mean, Aaron, I've, I've been watching Aaron because she's like petrified of this electricity because she has a heart murmur. So she thinks it's going to kill her. So she is like burrowing and there's hay bales through the middle. And I'm pretty sure she burrowed under the hay bales. I, I don't know, but she never got shocked. Anthony crawled through. He got tagged in the temple and think blacked out temporarily. I get caught between the shoulder blades, downs me, and then I just commence to grab mud in front of me and crawl as fast as I can and as low as I can. And I'm just making mud go behind me like this. And we get out the other side, and I'm talking, we are coated in like this concrete-esque mud that took a good 20 minutes to get washed off once we got out of there. It was horrific. Yeah, and we were almost clean because we had just swam through the pond. Mm -hmm. That was like the third to last obstacle was to come through the pond. And I was like, oh, thank God. My legs are burning so bad. (laughs) We're 11 miles into this deal and I can't feel my feet. And so we're in this pond that's only about two foot deep. And I'm not even swimming. Like I'm on my belly floating in the water and just pulling myself (laughs) along with my arms just to let my legs have a rest for a minute. But yeah, it was, that was miserable. 
but so fun. much fun. It was fun. So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, anybody <laughs> that, that sounds great. That sounds fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. 12 miles of bliss, really, is all it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What did it take us? Like 14 hours? Yeah. Felt like 14 hours. We did pretty good. Yeah. I don't remember how long it took, but. I'd rather have a vasectomy. <laughs> 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 yeah. The muddy hills of Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought the worst obstacle was the birth canal do you remember that it was like a a plastic tube but it was like filled with water and you had to squeeze through it it was so weird it was a little weird yeah i do remember that that was that was creepy it was dark for me it was dark and warm (laughs) yeah it was a lot yeah that's enough of that (laughs) who the hell thinks that stuff up i don't know but they're sick individuals (laughs) It was did better. you guys pay for that experience? We did, we yes. We did, yes. My wife knows how much I don't. Wow. <laughs> Got a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And, a, <laughs> and a headband and a beer. And a beads. blue moon. Oh, beads yeah, beads, yeah. Oh, Didn't beads. even have to show. Well, I think we all probably showed everyone our boobs that day at some point. <laughs> <laughs> we got our beads legitimate. Abby? No, it wasn't me. I'm pretty sure we were all about half naked getting washed off at the end of that yeah. deal. So, yeah. I'm Yeah, everybody earned their beads that day. It's fine. <laughs> it was for the Benefit the Wounded Warrior Project. It's fine. It's cool. Oh, it's oh well, that's that different thing. then. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, though. We've been looking for another one, but mm-hmm. the schedule, it's hard to make that work. It is, yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to have to train through the summer in Texas for a tough month. I would ride. never train for that. You have That'd to. That would be like bull riding. I just try that one damn hey. time. No, <laughs> you should definitely train for that because that was in May, and we started in February. I think Sarah and I started in February. We ran at least two miles every day from February until May to get ready for that deal. And it was stupid. Well, I don't think I would train for it because I probably wouldn't enter it. <laughs> I think you need to. I think Russell needs to enter one. You'd be like Robert Force, so he didn't train for it. He just ran through it and ended mm-hmm. up clean at the end because yeah. he's a sorry, talented individual. Dodge the wires. So why would you not be able to be a bounty hunter and a law enforcement guy at the same time? Conflict of interest. Yeah, I think. What? They're both catching bad guys. Yeah, but one gets paid for it and one doesn't. Well, they both get paid, just one gets more. One gets paid on commission. <laughs> yeah. One works on commission and one works on salary. <laughs> wow. I wouldn't have thought that. Seemed like it would go hand in hand. So is this for Ardmore or Marietta? The bounty hunting? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all over Oklahoma. I know they went up to Tulsa a couple of times. He's like the Oklahoma version of Dog the Bounty Hunter, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he should have his own what TV show. He Dog could have Dog? picked up Joe Exotic. That would, yeah. now, that would be a TV show. No, I think they went up there looking for some people one time. But they, they had been fed to tigers? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> or buried in the Nevada yeah. desert. <laughs> the, there's no one bad in Winnie Wood. What? <laughs> Don't you live in Winniewood? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> How did that town come about its name, Russell? Winniewood where her sister wouldn't. It's on the water tower. <laughs> 
that a Doogie Howser reference? Uh, <laughs> well, my dad came up with that. Oh, really? Outstanding. <laughs> I don't think it's original. So where'd you find her at, Abby? Facebook. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I needed help. Put an ad on Facebook. It's like Farmers Only. Yeah. See, Ben? Exactly. Hey, how is the farm works, Ben? Are you on Farmers Only? <laughs> you are? Eileen and I made a Farmers Only once. It didn't go well. The both Dang of you? It. Well, we put our picture. <laughs> we put a picture together, but my name, she was, she was online dating for me. Why would you put a picture together I, for a dating would, site? Because I wouldn't let her put one of me only. <laughs> Jesse online dated for me once as well. It then she lied about a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so we were driving to um, <laughs> we were driving to that Murfreesboro show, and she uh, she signed me up for. I don't even know match.com or whatever. And she started <laughs> she starts online she online dates for me the whole time and is communicating. And then uh, this guy he was really cute and I was like, "Oh, shit, I'll actually go." <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, right? And then I'm I'm start messaging him myself and I say literally 4 minutes into the conversation he was like, "I thought you said you showed horses for a living." And I was like, "Shit, going back." <laughs> Oh, never heard. He's never heard from me. He gone. He gone. He gone. He was cute, too. Remember that sort of stuff, Ben. Yeah, Ben, if you're going to lie, know stick what you're saying. It. And stick with yeah. it. To the grave. Maybe just don't lie. <laughs> oh, that's ben, not working. <laughs> you have a husband. Yeah, what? <laughs> And he's slightly normal, too. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> slightly. Slightly. <laughs> I mean, I would describe him a lot of ways, but I don't normal. know that Jeff makes it a normal. Our two words are going to collide in the same sentence very often. Compared to you two, maybe he's pretty normal. I don't even know what that means. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what is the social structure of Thailand? <laughs> And then there's a Laramie. I know. Yes. She kind of slipped out of that for a second. Yeah. Where did you come from? Besides Facebook. Oh, oh, where do we start? <laughs> Wait, you're not that old. It's Texas. not that Texas. far ago. Te yeah, I, I came from Texas. Um, where? I rodeoed for Vernon College, a little junior college. I rodeoed there for two years, and then I went to Eastern New Mexico University. And then a boy dragged me to Louisiana. Don't ever do that. That's bad advice. <laughs> Don't ever let a boy do that. Shush. <laughs> Same thing. We'll get back to that, Carolyn. <laughs> and then? And then I made him kick rocks, and I moved back to North Texas. <laughs> Look how nice she is. You don't even have to edit her. Yeah. I know. I moved back to North Texas. That's where my family's from. It's a whole rodeo family. My dad has been a rodeo clown bullfighter. So is my uncle. He's in the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. So I'm on that side of aspect of the horse world, rodeo world. Then I met Abby through Facebook, and it's this whole new world. Of so what, how, how did you meet her on Facebook? What were you looking for? I wasn't actually looking for much. I was just scrolling through <laughs> Facebook. 
one of my Facebook friends had shared her, she was looking for help. And I was like, you know, I might as well. Let's so Facebook I- friends are real. Yes. They're really out there. <laughs> I said, let's see what this world's about. And I'm at Abby. It's been a dream job since then. How long? What if, uh, would you say that August. if she wasn't here? <laughs> since August? <laughs> yes. I came to work for her on a Wednesday, and that Sunday we left for the pre-fraternity. Yeah. It's been go since then. She survived the pre-fraternity in Tulsa and Graham, and now the Snapple bit. We've hardly been home. <laughs> you don't even know where the ranch is at. <laughs> you don't want to get, you don't drop you off in Marietta and say walk home. No. I wandering around. Have been She's gone like, who's more Jeff? Than I've been home. <laughs> is that that giant tattoo guy that hangs around? Oh, that's your husband? Yeah. It's this beautiful little girl's father? Wow, strong bottom sides. Come through again. I mean, that's usually. Mayor Power. Mayor Power. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a proponent. 80%. Yeah, both of you. Yeah, I don't know. I've Have you seen heard. mine? Have you seen heard. mine? I don't know how much I let. I let my wife in there. That's actually mine. You what? (laughs) He's raising my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't even have to dignify that with an answer. That's like looking looking in a mirror. Yeah, your kid looks exactly like you. I did not have any idea that something could be that beautiful and look look that much like me. Like, I wanted it to look like me. And act like it's mom, so we didn't have to worry about the boys. But it looks like me, but it's pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that works. Well, hopefully it acts like it's mom, her well, mom. Hopefully, yeah. I'm pulling for that, too. Strongly. She pinched me the other day, and I, it, I thought a man had me. She's got strong hands, this little one. Like, seriously. Yeah, no, we were, we were watching the bouncy races, practicing, getting it all together for next year. It's perfect. Yeah. She's going to crush it. She's going to crush it. Yeah, we watched it. She's there. really looking like, is she? I swear, we're in the house. How old is she? Six months, yesterday. Clarify. And she looks at me yesterday, and she's like, these legs, they're not working properly. You should call Stefan because he fixes things. <laughs> Stefan works for me, and he fixes everything. And she really wants him to come fix her legs so that she can walk, but... He hasn't fixed them yet, and she's very irritated with him at the moment. I feel like you're projecting conversations on no, a six months. No, no, she told me this. <laughs> she worked that way, Todd. I'm asleep. <laughs> we put him to sleep. We put Todd to sleep. It's been a long day. Good ending. Yeah, great ending. You got nothing to do tomorrow but watch and sweat. I so. Know. Wish people bad luck. We're gonna. We're our goal is to have you tired enough tomorrow that you can't wish anybody I'm bad luck. <laughs> what is this microphone? What's the difference in this one and them fancy ones? It's in front of you. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a shield on it or something. It's got shield. Keeps you. It protects the microphone from the COVID. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> it's that, or you have to wear a mask. It's bad in the north. <laughs> Pretty neat story about old Brett Pollock tonight, huh? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Brett I twisted went. his arm a little bit at Reno. He was not going to go anymore. I says, you mean you don't need the money, or why would you not go to another horse show? <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he'd call me about every fourth day and say, oh, there, I'd go, but there's no slots. And so 
<laughs> one day I see one, I call him. Yeah, I've already called on it. So did you buy it? No, they want full price for it. <laughs> well, <laughs> just what everybody else paid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about Alden Chapel buys a slot for 500 and then starts looking for a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Three days before the fraternity. Really? Yes. You'll have that. I sold a cutting sturdy like the horse like that last year. It was the cutting futurity. That's when you woke me up at three o'clock in the morning for a cutting. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Brought that Could have been. Could have been. So what Pollock did mm-hmm. buy? I don't know. He finally bought a slot about a week ago, I think. And comes down did he have to give full price for it? No, I think he told me he didn't. He got he entered cheap and won the non pro fraternity. That's crazy. That that's a beautiful thing about Galhors right there, transferable slots. Yeah, has it really always nice. been that way? Yeah, as long as you enter via slot, like you have the option in the open to buy it progressively or buy a slot. It's like two hundred dollars more to buy a slot. Way better insurance. You can sell it, or somebody can buy it. Man, it makes it so user friendly. Hint hint. NCHA. NRHA. <laughs> NRHA. I really like the level one where you can just enter that too. Right? Yeah. If like, yeah, you just want to come like check mm-hmm. it out and see if it's something you like to do, and I you don't want to spend a whole pile of money, you can just like get in for a thousand bucks and get entered in a side pot, not even enter somebody else's herd, just have your own separate deal. Works really good, people. It's pretty awesome. And then you have the level, <laughs> the level one, and the limited open. That can all be a separate. And the limited open's thirty now. Is that right? 35, I think. 35,000. We need to do something about that. And 50 of them in it. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, more than that, actually, because uh, if you enter both, you show in the open draw. This is the most sporadic podcast (laughs) ever. It's very random. It's very random. Like, this is going to give people something to listen to on the way home, and they're going to be like, they're going to have to follow it because (laughs) good luck. I mean, hopefully they all have ADD as well. Right. Well, everybody knows what to expect with this deal. I mean, nobody's expecting much order when they click on this. Or quality. <laughs> or quality. <laughs> Amen. Don't insult Ben like that. Ben, why are you <laughs> laughing with us? He's so tired. He's he had has, to man the booth all day and saw those He's been hats. restocking for a restocking. week. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get, like, clues of what to say with those earphones? No, we no. can just hear All we can do is hear it louder. It's actually worse. <laughs> That's why we're more awake. It's just like the listener gets to hear. It's annoying. And <laughs> the rubber band fight that's going on behind scenes. It's a one sided yeah, rubber band fight though. That's what you get. Well, I tell you what, I think we need to wrap it. Yep. Todd, congratulations on a great finals. I hope it holds up and you get a nice check tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It was outstanding. It was great to have you. And it was fun to get you to loosen up a little bit. (laughs) It was outstanding. He's not shaking. He's not shaking anymore. We're just, we've just gotten Todd where he doesn't look scared of the microphone. And now we're going to wrap it. I can't tell you how glad I am he brought his brother-in-law. Oh, I mean, I was cannot fan- tell you. Fantastic. It was, it was a shield I was scared of. <laughs>
And thank you for these lovely ladies for joining us to yeah. help break the ice with Todd. That's the last time they hang out at the stalls. <laughs> right. Man, we thought we were just coming for a beer, and then we got hijacked into a recording room. They told us there was candy in here. <laughs> Stranger danger. Don't follow They'll strange people into the way. <laughs> <laughs> She's got her candy. She's got her Skittles. <laughs> Holy crap. Holy mackerel. Hey, my stall is no, empty of candy. <laughs> All the Mars candy. Shout, shout, shout out, shout out Mars, Mars. Equestrian yeah, for supplying uh, candy up. bowls around the horse show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Like I say, I hope you guys enjoyed this randomly conversated <laughs> roundtable version of Keller's Full Contact. Uh, so for Russell and Ben and I, thanks for joining in. And uh, until next time, go fast. Make good decisions. Thank you for listening to Cowhorse Full Contact. Please like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram to stay tuned for future episodes.